Get Up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mitchell Tilly and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael Show. We are the panic buying of the radio industry. We're back, but no one's happy about it. Why is that? It doesn't make any sense. What, like, have you run out? And then you just... Is it just the same people that like, went, I finally ran out of toilet yeah. paper? By the way, paper. SA is fine. It's Victoria. Victoria's gone. I've got my auntie in uh, Victoria. Remember, she was one of the panic buyers. So it's actually like having a, a criminal. You know how the FBI has, like, murderers on their side? But, like, yeah. how, do you, how do they do it? How do they think like this? We actually have my auntie. We should probably give her a call later. And just be like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, have you started doing it again? What's going on? Uh, she has, and it's funny that she's a she's a panic buyer shamer of okay. the other ones. Like it's like my family needs it, not you. You're just being silly. Hey, coming up in ten minutes' time, yeah. uh, you might think that uh, all your details are private when you make particular transactions. Right. Maybe you're buying something that you don't want other people to know that you're buying. Okay, we, we do know. We do know now, and we know which of you are buying the most of it. More on that in 10 minutes. Okay, someone's been watching me on the weekend. Uh, but up next, I want to just ask the people of Armstrong Coast, you, anyone that's listening around the world, where's the weirdest place you woke up? That's next at 96.1. 96.1, it's 6.06. Now, coming up after 7 o'clock this morning, uh, if you're bold, does that mean you're more likely to get COVID? What? We'll find out. At about quarter past seven this morning, but right now it's Mitchell and Michael. I just want to ask people that are listening, whoever you are, wherever you are, uh, where's the weirdest place you woke up? 13, 12, 16, or send us a message, hit 961 Limestone Coast Facebook page. Because I went to bed last night, mm-hmm. to bed. I went to the bed because yeah. that's customary. That's where I like to sleep. That's where a lot of people like to go to sleep. That's why they have it in their house. Yeah? Yes. Would you agree? In the bedroom? Yes, in the bedroom. A, a, a whole room dedicated to the thing, dedicated to the sleep. Without a doubt. And when do you think I woke up? So not in the bed? Not in the bed. Give you a guess. Near the bed again. No. <laughs> good thought, good thought. No, I woke up in the bathtub. In the bathtub. In the bathtub, like it was Cyclone Tracy, 1970, <laughs> safest place in the house. Like I woke up in the bathtub. Did you? I don't know, mate. Did you get up thinking time to have a shower, and then and then when you got in the shower, you were like, oh, time way, for a nap. Fully clothed. Like I didn't wake up in a, in, like there wasn't ice and my kidney was missing. Like it was like, <laughs> I just, I woke up in the bath. I don't know what happened. Maybe I was like sleepwalking. Something was going on. I feel like this this has become a trend. You uh, you nearly peed in the bin. Mm-hmm. You've woken up in the bathtub. I think you are. I think you are sleepwalking, even when you're awake. Mm. It's, uh, it's intriguing, isn't it? Because because not I've never. I, I don't think I've ever woken up in the wrong place. I've had weird sleeps. So I remember. I remember once lying on a couch, reading, and then waking up, and I was like. Oh, I must have fell asleep. Mm. And then I, but I was on a different page of the book. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I go back. Mm. And then it's like I was sleep reading. Well, like we've all done that thing where we're driving and then... Uh, fell asleep. You're like, how did I get to Adelaide? Like, and you always... <laughs> you always switch off. Yeah. But I woke up in the bathtub. So I just, I don't know why. And other people were like, oh, man, shouldn't you get that checked out by someone? Nah, it's cool. Uh, 13, 12, 16, where's the weirdest place you woke up? 
Give us a call. Here, 96.1. 96.1, it's 6.13 now. Mitchell and Michael and Mitch, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're here uh, because who knows this morning where you would have woken up. Yeah. Where'd you wake up, mate? Bathtub. Bathtub. Went to sleep in the old bed, uh, which is uh, customary, in the bedroom where people like to keep their beds. Checks out. Uh, went to sleep. I was like, yep, this is going to be a standard night. Another one of the 11,000 nights that have been alive. Uh, and I went, yep, cool. And then I woke up and I went, that's not my bed. I woke up in a bathtub, <laughs> like fully clothed. So we're asking the question on 13, 12, 16. Uh, where have you woken up? Uh, we got Chris online now. Where have you woken up, Chris? Yeah, I woke up in a cemetery. What? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Michael knew you were going to call, and he's like, this will be the story about how you woke up on the roof uh, of a house on a mattress, but you woke up in a cemetery. I've done all sorts of weird stuff, but, yeah, no, I definitely woke up in a cemetery, and I'd say... And I'll tell you what, that's pretty creepy when it's, like, three in the morning, and you're like, oh, I'm cold, where am I? And you get up, and you look around, and you're like, I must be dreaming. Well, why were you there? Do you know? Like, what did you... I don't even know. Did you plan on going? I remember being at my mate's house, and that was about 11.30, and when I woke up, we were in the cemetery, so that must have been a pretty wild night. It's not a bad place. Everyone else is sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 6.22, Mitchell and Michael. Coming up later this hour, uh, I want to get literal. It's, you know how we have heaps of sayings? It's raining cats and dogs. No, it's not. That's true. <laughs> like it's not. It's not. Well, you think those sayings are unusual. I found another language where the literal sayings are even stranger. More on that before 7 this morning. But don't don't I love, in a way, that... I can have advertising sort of tailored to me. I don't mind that as a concept. Okay. I don't like being shown things that don't make any sense at all when I'm scrolling Facebook. Yeah. And the way they do that is that when you buy things online or whatever you search, you Mm. get like cookies in in your browser and they keep track of you. Like little data. Yeah, little data things. And when you buy things, the company then has like your name and details like on file. Yeah. And they've done some research on people's spending habits lately during COVID okay. uh, to see what are people buying when they're in lockdown. And it turns out we're buying a lot of, um, I think sometimes they're called um, marital aids, uh, okay. uh, some uh, adult uh, toys. Oh, okay. Just gotcha. put it out there. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, well, they've now revealed the top 10 for men and women kinkiest names. Okay. So, based on people's spending habits, they have your data now. Oh, so these are all online purchases. This is online purchases. Okay. And coming in in the top three for men. So ladies or men, if you're looking for someone to spice up your love life, you want to be looking for a number three, Ryan, a number two, Mike, hello, and... It's like you're at a takeaway store. <laughs> a number one, a Charlie. Nice. Get a Charlie in your life. Okay. And uh, for the ladies, keep your eye on number three, Hannah, number two, Liz, and number one, Jessica. Yeah, Jessica's. Yep. Now. So based on their spending habits, these are the top people, but. Thoughts, thoughts here. Uh, Could they be fake names? Well, that's the thing. Because who puts their real name? If you're going to buy something that's a little bit risque, 
little bit naughty. Do you exactly want people to know? And I, like most girls, if I can stereotype for a moment, uh, have a fake name that they'll use for things. Most girls have a fake name. Okay, that was a that was a gross generalization. <laughs> That's a big call. But I know a lot of people, yep. three to be precise, that use a fake name for a lot of things, and it's not like a destiny. It's always like Jessica, and my name's like Emma. Just just in case, yeah, it's a fake name. Yeah, I do want to know. Do you use a fake name? Not does doesn't have to be for for something risque like that. But do you use a fake name in situations where you don't you don't want people to know? Maybe it's a Tinder, maybe it's maybe it's oh, just any online shopping. Plenty of that. Plenty of that on Tinder. You get like a couple of weeks in, you're like, I love you, Lisa. And she's like, Oh yeah, <laughs> by the way, my name's Emma. Thirty twelve sixteen or send us a message. Are you using a fake name? And is your name Charlie? Reluctantly get crouched It's Mitchell and Michael Here 96.1 Pumping and thumping in time 96.1 It's 6.44 Head into Subway For the ultimate cheesy garlic bread sub It's back And it's Thursday So that means the singer thing is back Last week We wrote a ripper of a song Based on the suggestion from a listener From Adrian uh, He said Do take on me and take on Melbourne. Uh, here's a little taste of last week. You were talking away. Who wants to go there anyway? That's right. It was about Dan Andrews, Premier Dan Andrews, saying, who wants to go to South Australia anyway? And so we took him on. Uh, went great. Fantastic. Love to sing a thing. Would love to do it today. Oh, I think I'm noticing something. We have a problem. <laughs> do you not have an instrument? I do not. I do not have an instrument. And the last time this happened, we did pretty well because we did in the air tonight. Where I had to play my classic. <laughs> Just <laughs> a made drum kit, made on the spot. So we might have to make an instrument again. I would love, though, if there's someone out there on Limestone Coast who has something ready to go for me to play. I'll take a recorder. I'll take a kazoo. Yeah. If you've got if you've got something, swing on down to the station, forty six forty six Commercial Street West. Yeah. Drop off your instrument. What would be your ideal instrument? Like a synthesizer? Oh, that'd be cool. Have you ever seen a melodica? So no. that's like a tiny piano connected to like a little uh, mouthpiece that you what's, blow into. What's the accordion with piano on it? An accordion. Oh. Nah. Because there's one's like a squeeze box. Yeah, what's one's the, and one's an accordion, and the accordion has the piano buttons. What's the squeeze box? It just has like holes, a, con- a concertina, I think it's called. I'll even take a bottle with four X's on it, and you have to. Go, <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. If you have an instrument, please do get in touch. Send us a message or give us a call thirty twelve sixteen. Tell us that you're coming on down and drop it off to the station. I'm gonna. I'll take absolutely any instrument you have at all. For today's singer thing, or we'll have to get creative here in the studio, Mitch. Hit ninety six point one. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit ninety six point one. Today's the day that we normally do the singer thing. Uh, you can give suggestions for topics for the song, uh, and today we're even taking suggestions on instruments, as I forgot to bring one. <laughs> now we have a lovely listener has sent in a message to Hit 96.1 Lime Coast on Facebook, and you can contact, contact us that way. Renee, Renee said, play the spoons. Oh, Got a couple of spoons here. 
Now, the thing is, I don't exactly know how to hold spoons to... Ah, with your play hands. Play the spoons? Like, Surely there's like a tutorial. How to play spoons. Yeah. What song do you play? I'm guessing it's going to be like a country song. You reckon? They shut down the Tantadula pub. Something like that. Uh, I, that's all I feel that spoons suit. Country and western, maybe a little bit of blues or something. Bluegrass. Okay. okay. Uh, so that's definitely in there, but uh, we could even we could improve upon this further. Do bring in an instrument if you have one ready to go. I'll take a recorder. I'll take a, a small xylophone played by babies. You know, the little coloured ones. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. <laughs> I'll take those. Yep. Uh, drop them off at the station, 46 Commercial Street, West Mount Gambia. Get in touch, 13, 12, 16, if you have any suggestions. And then maybe you or I could play the spoons yep. or the xylophone. We can make a little band for the first time. Oh, nice. Today's singer thing, you're 96.1. 96.1, it's seven ten now. Coming up after 8 o'clock this morning, your chance to try and stump me. I'm a fun fact jukebox. Yeah. We were having a bit of a round of it in the uh, in the office yesterday. Uh, you can basically throw any topic you like at me, and I will have something to say about it. Kangaroos, kangaroos. Well, did you know that the male kangaroo has uh, has two willies? <laughs> it's funny because every time I throw you that one, you throw me a different fun fact. More on that. Is after. that actually? Yes, it's true. It's two willies. Two willies. Really? Yes. Uh, that after eight o'clock really? this morning. Yes. <laughs> right now. Why is he doing with two willies? <laughs> Look, it's because it's because the female has what's three. <laughs> Why doesn't he have three willies? <laughs> Look, more on that after eight o'clock this morning. But right now, will I get COVID? Will I get COVID when I shave my head bald? Mm-hmm. Okay, because. Current stats are coming back suggesting that there's a relationship between being bald and catching coronavirus. Oh, yeah? Okay. So, will I get it? I won't. I am safe, okay? How come? Because I'm not going bald. Oh. It, I would be bald artificially. Shave my head, but I can grow a beautiful head of hair, so, as you can see right now. So, it's not hair that protects you. It's uh, the fact that... It's like if you have the gene of losing the hair. Exactly. Male pattern baldness might be connected to a a higher rate of catching coronavirus. Wow. uh, Because of a type of testosterone that you have too much of, which creates baldness. Yeah. How funny is that? Like half the time you'd be like, oh, no, I'm losing my hair. And it's like, it actually means you're more manly. Super manly. Yeah. but that same... <laughs> Is that why you have a beautiful, luscious locks on top of your head? Potentially. I'm very youthful. I am very boyish looking. I did not get mm. much of a, uh, uh, like a spell from the puberty fairy. It did mm. not really come, except for my voice. I thank them for that. Yep. But if you are going bald or you're a bald man and you've lost your hair, you release this sort of testosterone along with some other... They're called like androgens into your bloodstream, yeah. and uh, coronavirus it seems can more easily interact with them. It's like a oh. it's a nice environment for coronavirus. So if you're a bold man, be careful out there. You're at risk. Maybe wear not only a mask but a hat. <laughs> Mitchell and Michael hit ninety six point one.
96.1, it's 7.23. New sport and weather on the way. Coming up on the other side this morning, there is a well-loved premium product from the Limestone Coast. Uh, it's, not, it's not our great wines. No, it's not, um, it's not our amazing gin down here. No, it's another product that we sell to the rest of the world. It's well-loved, and I don't like the way it's supposed to be eaten. Right. I think the way that people suggest... Pretentious and silly. Okay. More on that after 7.30. But now I want to get literal. Mitch, you think that our sayings are strange. You know, talk a leg off a chair. How do you do that? You can't can't do that. That's not possible. It just means that they talk a lot. They talk so much that they potentially... No, they can't potentially, but you imagine they could. Yeah. Literal sayings. Is the chair getting rid of the leg? Is it like, huh? Is that how they hear? Is it their ears? Like, who knows? I don't understand. Well, they're trying to escape the conversation like a lizard dropping its tail. You go, oh, the leg, leg fell off, and then the chair's gone. Yeah. Well, another language has amazing sayings, and their literal, <laughs> literal translations are absolutely hilarious. So I want you to figure out this morning what the saying is trying to convey. Okay. So it's from the beautiful language of Afrikaans, the, uh, the, the language of South Africa. Where is the diamond? That one? <laughs> uh, let's kick it off with uh, this saying, uh, the jackal is marrying the wolf's wife. Mm, so what are you trying to say? The sneaky man is uh, <laughs> doing something so sneaky that he might be getting into a dangerous situation. Correct. Uh, the jackal is marrying the wolf's wife means it's raining, but the sun is out. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That was a close second. <laughs> All right. How about uh, like a monkey on a stick? Monkeys. What are you trying to say if like... Oh, I'm having fun. Because you see a monkey on a stick. That's he, what you think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but incorrect again. So <clears throat> like a monkey on a stick means to look perplexed. So imagine like, oh, and the cops pulled me over, and I'll tell you what, I look like a monkey on a stick, like I was confused. Why is the monkey confused? He's on a stick. He's on a stick. Surely that's where he wants to oh, be. Oh, maybe he's on it long ways. Like right on the point. Yeah. Or may- maybe he's like, this isn't a branch. This is it's just true. a stick. It's not good enough. What about this one? Have a monkey up your sleeve. Monkey up your sleeve. Uh, like just a surprise. Kind of, yeah. You sort of get that yeah, one. That yeah, one's yeah. a bit more. That one's a bit more literal. So this like, is literal what, Afrikaans sayings. It's like, what's your monkey doing up your sleeve? This it's, shouldn't be a monkey there. It's to hide mischievous plans. Oh. So like, I guess like an ace up your sleeve, a yep. monkey up your sleeve. There's a lot of monkey references uh, in this South African language. Or how about uh, this is a great one: scratch a lion's ball with a short stick. Uh, that means being dangerous and taking unnecessary risks. Correct. Yay. Well done, sir. It's like poking the bear. Because if you were going to scratch a lion's bowl, you'd do it with a long stick. It's <laughs> Mitchell and 96.1. Language is amazing. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 96.1. It's 7.42. Stick around after 8 o'clock this morning. The Fun Fact Jukebox will be up and running for you to put another dime in the Fun Fact Jukebox. Uh, that means that you can call us, put forward any topic you like, and I will have something to say. Yeah, it's really weird. You to try and stump me. Uh, my favourite thing is, even if you don't get an impressive one, the second one is always amazing. Oh, because, yeah, I always have something. Very rarely do you have sleeve. a second chance, but that one. Ugh. I always have a monkey up my sleeve, which as is something, they would say at Afrikaans. Yeah, which we learned uh, just before. <laughs> uh, get the podcast, Mitchell Michael Show, and your favourite podcast app, that it means uh, something mischievous.
Now, there is a great product here on Limestone Coast that we send all around Australia, all around the world, and that is our top quality beef. Yes. And when you go to get a steak at a restaurant, yeah, they always recommend that you get either like rare or medium rare as the cooking time for your steak. Yep. I believe that that is pretentious and silly and does not make for a good steak. Change my mind. I think it's I think it's silly. So what do you like? Not like? I don't like rare steaks. I th- I don't like steak that isn't cooked. The the more bloody you have it, the more manly and sophisticated you are. That's what they say. But I reckon it's complete pretentiousness. If it's a good cut of meat, I don't see how going beyond medium ruins the meat. Because that's what they say. Oh, if you go past, if you go all the way past, you'll ruin it. And same with well done. You can have nice well done, and you can have shoe well done. If you've cooked it to the time of a shoe, mm. of course it's going to be terrible. But don't cook it for that long. I was looking at, I was looking at a meat like time suggestion on a packet. Yeah. And they were going like two minutes for rare, two and a half for medium. Do you know the palm one as well? Where you like touch the parts of the palm. Yeah. But they're saying for well done, they're like nine minutes. I'm like, that's far too long. If it only takes three minutes for medium, it's probably somewhere in between. You're just turning that into a shoe and then being like, ah, it's your fault. It's your fault. It tastes bad. It's like, no. So you don't like rare steak? Don't like rare steak. So weird. So weird. Absolute side note. I know this might be insensitive. Um, You know how Big Moo died? Yeah. Like, is anyone... Is anyone having a little bit of Big Moo? Like, I know I just offended someone, but it is a genuine question. I'm imagining that he is not top quality. But it doesn't matter. It's like... uh, (laughs) It could be tough. You don't buy Michael Jordan... good life. You don't buy Michael Jordan's, like, playing career jersey because it's, like, going to be good quality. It's, like, who wore it? So you, you would you like saying? would you like a big moo jacket, or like a big moo like steak? I don't know. Look, <laughs> someone might be, someone might be, but because he's so loved, hmm. will he be just stuffed like a Tantanula tiger and kept? These for all are to some see? of the questions that you can ask after you've mourned. <laughs> <laughs> but thirty twelve sixteen, a rare steak changed my mind. It's no good. It's no good. I don't want it. I don't want it. I think it's pretentious. Weirdo. Just cook the meat as it should be cooked. You don't leave, you don't like chicken, ooh, it's blushing. No, that's silly. Don't do it. Pork, you cook that one through too. Fish, that's cooked. But meat, no, gotta leave my beef. Gotta make my beef bloody. Why? It's pretentious. It's silly. Jeez. <laughs> In 96.1, it's 7.52, and we were asking the question on 13.12.16. 16. Uh, what do you think? Is rare steak pretentious? Mm. Is it unnecessary or is it the correct way to have steak? Because I believe that it doesn't make any sense. You cook your chicken, you cook your fish, you cook your pork. Why do you undercook your beef? I think you're a toddler. Why? Why, mate? Because sometimes you just got to do it. It's like caveman days. You just bite into a cow. Why cook it at all then? If you want it that rare on the inside, why don't you want it that rare on the outside? Uh, it's like toast. Do you burn your toast? No, I don't burn my toast, but exactly. I cook it properly. I don't leave it so that it's still bread in the middle. That's not toast. Okay. That's just warm bread. That's what you're offering me if you offer me a rare steak. I'm not having it. 
Give me some time to think. We've got Adrian on the line now. Now, Adrian, are you with me or against me on rare steaks? I am fully with you. Oh, wow. Yes. If I have got a piece of meat on my plate that is bleeding into everything else I'm eating, I will throw that at the wall. Ah, lovely. It is going to be, like, I like to eat it, like, uh, rip it apart, not just, you know, bleed everywhere. It's no good. It's already dead. Cook it. Exactly. There's no need for the blood to be there. You go, are you going medium or higher? Is that what you're going, Adrian? No, like mine's just borderline charcoal. Borderline <laughs> charcoal. Okay, all the way. Jeez. Pretty much like full heat, cook that bad boy. Thanks, mate. All right, boys. So there we go. Other people agreeing with me that, yes, even though we have this top-quality beef in the region, there's no need to keep it rare. I've been to great steak places like the barn, yeah. and I don't ask for rare, and that steak is still amazing beyond medium. If it's a good cut of meat, it'll be good no matter how you cook it. doesn't need to be rare. It's just pretentious. 26.1. It's Mitchell or Michael, 810 now. And if you have any new or clean blankets that you'd like to donate to the Blanket Appeal with AC Care, then just drop it off at 22 to 24 Ferris Street, Mount Gambia. Fun fact, they've been helping the Limestone Coast for 30 years. Here's a fun fact. I'm great. I'm great at a fun fact, aren't I? You really are. And that's why I wanted to open line 13, 12, 16 for people to play with the old fun fact jukebox. For some reason... You probably, maybe it's because you weren't invited to a lot of parties as a child, uh, but now you are the ultimate party trick. People ask me, what's my party trick? They say, is it you doing the dance move with the worm that you hold the world record for? No, 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 it's not. That's secondary to when I whip out the old Michael Ross and I go, I go, ask it a subject and then (laughs) you just spit out a fun fact. I, I, I love doing it. It's just, it's what I bring to the table. I'm a great plus one. Mm, you are. Uh, I try to be a well-rounded kind of guy, so I know a little bit about most things. Yeah. Uh, can you stump me, though? That's what we need to find out. Yep. 13, 12, 16, throw a topic at me, and I will, I will do my best yep. to give you a fun fact. Yeah, small disclaimer, uh, if, you, if he doesn't do a very, sometimes it's a kind of uh, a wet fart of a first fun <laughs> fact, like it's just... Well, it's just, just a setup fact. It's the one too. But then the second one yeah. is always a knockout. Yes. Uh, if the first one isn't great, so 13, 12, 13, 12, 16, Give us a call. Throw us a topic. Michael Ross will have a fun fact immediately. In ninety six point one, it's Mitchell and Michael. Ninety six point one. It's eight fifteen, and we open up the uh, fun fact jukebox. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen is the number you need to call. You throw me a topic, and uh, much like a computer. I just spit out an answer. I give you a fun fact. It's my party trick that I know kind of a little bit about everything, and we're trying to see if anyone can stump me today because no one in the office could yesterday. No, I just uh, whipped out at parties, and people were like, oh, put it away. And I'm like, no, it's Michael Ross. Like He will just throw this fun fact out. You say anything, you will indeed uh, spout one out. And uh, we got Jezza on the line. Okay, Jezza, have you got a uh, topic for me? Well, I was wondering if you had any fun facts about uh, Formula One. First of all, hey, Jezza, thought you were dead. Haven't heard from you in, like, three months. Um, welcome. Welcome back. Uh, fun facts about Formula One. Uh, my previous employer, Kim Ilman, uh, is a mad Formula One nut, and he was uh, in Monte Carlo a couple of years ago. and. No, oh. <laughs> and was nearly uh, was nearly hit 
and killed when F1 cars went off the track. That's my fun fact about F1. Thoughts, yeah. Jezza? Is that good enough for you? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, well, I did know that about um, him, so it was a pretty good fact, I guess. So it was a fact, good? And then it was also uh, they also fun. Uh, another fun one. They go slower than they used to because it was too dangerous. No, it's just full of them. the backup. Well, the ba- I didn't know that either. See, the backup fact is sometimes even better. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Jezza. <laughs> so, if you have any topics that you think will stump me, thirteen, twelve, sixteen for the fun fact jukebox. Uh, if you throw out uh, medieval knights, uh, my fun fact: uh, they were not chivalrous. No, they had to actually invent the rules of chivalry in about the 11th century because knights were very brutal and very cruel people. They were not very nice at all. Really? Yes. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. It's 8.24 now. News, sport and weather not too far away, but we are running the Fun Fact Jukebox this morning. I have a great party trick. I like to know little bits about kind of everything, and you can throw a topic at me. And I'll give you a fun fact. Mitch even likes to roll me out. That's the only reason I think you take me anywhere. That's true. You are just like a, a, a like a party trick. Now we got Chris on the line, and Chris, what is your topic? Do you think that it will stump me? Yeah, dolomite. Give me a fun fact about dolomite. What dolomite? The Eddie Murphy. The, movie? the Eddie Murphy movie. The like comedian performer dolomite. No, 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 no. no. The Rock. Oh, the rock dolomite. Oh, you mean Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dolomite. Okay, so is dolomite the is dolomite the rock that is made up of like it feels like thin layers of like a cellulose kind of m- mineral. Is that dolomite? Yes. yes. It's like a red limestone sort of Boom. Is that good enough for you? I can't tell you much more than that. It's just, no, I can't uh, know what it I'll is. Give you, I'll give you a fun fact about it. Okay. Dolomite is actually used to make glass. What? Oh, okay. Absolutely, yeah. So, so the, uh, the minerals that are in the dolomite, you've got uh, calcium and you've got magnesium and you've got a few other uh, minerals that are involved in the dolomite. It gets sent through a crushing plant and then gets sent to Viridian and uh, Dandenong and they, uh, they melt it down with a couple of other... Uh, minerals to make uh, to make glass. So when you look out the window in your house, you're essentially looking through a dolomite rock. Look at this. See, if I'm not given fun facts, Mitch, I'm always learning them. I'll take that, put it in the bank forever now. Thanks, Chris. No worries. Bruce, are you there, mate? Yeah, mate. What is your topic of choice? The WIA16TC. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Oh, come on. Everyone knows it's a welding electrode. Yeah, yeah, you idiot. <laughs> Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1. Pound Fu and Biaba Doobie. Coffee for your head there. Neon trees. Everybody talks before that. It's 8.40. Uh, coming up in about five minutes, I'll tell you more about the fantastic blanket appeal that you've been doing such a great job with Limestone Coast. Thanks to AC Care. But it is time now for the singer thing this Thursday. Got a bit of a shake-up, okay? Because, look, it's my fault. I forgot to bring an instrument into the studio. Uh, if you want to see last week's thing, singer thing, head over to Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast on Facebook. It was a song all about taking on Melbourne after Dan Andrews said, why would you want to go to South Australia? So we yes. took him down a peg. So it's fine to mix it up this week. And bringing back a classic game of ours, when we're given an odd instrument... We like to see what you can play on it. A bit of karaoke, if you will. Yeah. Starting with kazoo-ryoki, and now spoon-ryoki. 
after the lovely suggestion from one of our listeners, Renee. She said, why don't you play the spoons? So what can you actually play on the spoons? I've been following like a wiki how on how to play the spoons. Because it's trickier than it looks to get a nice rhythm going. So all you've got to do for me, Mitch, is guess what song I'm playing from the sound of my spoons. Are you ready? Okay. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> that, was, that was great It's quite difficult Seven Nation Army <laughs> Yes it right. is It's the first song we always play Yeah Oh Kazurioki Karaoke Because it's the easiest thing to do with anything <laughs> Works so well Okay so you can play Seven Nation Army on yep. the spoons Next up I'll uh, give you a little tip This one is a, a Like a current hit It's, a, it's a, still a big song Here we go He nine six one lime circus Facebook page if you know. <laughs> Do you think you know what it could be? One more time. <laughs> Play the most well known bit right now. Yeah, I'm playing the chorus. Oh, so geez. this is the this is the hook of the song. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Any idea? Any thoughts? One more time. One more time. One more time. One more time. Not, not so close. Oh, okay, so that one's a big old incorrect there for Mitchell Tilly. Uh, it is Dance Monkey. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, final one, final one for Spoon Ryoki this morning. Great suggestion, Renee. There's another one. (laughs) She's going, I didn't ask for this. Last one. Okay. (laughs) It's so hard to play the spoons. Mate. (laughs) Mate, Dave Grohl isn't up on stage being like, guys, it's really hard. Well, he's played the drums all his life. I haven't played the spoons before. All right, give it one more go. Okay. One more go before we get fired. <laughs> I have no idea. Poker face? No. It's uh, You're the one that I want. You're the one that I want. We're talking about Greece. Oh. Play it now. Both the best and worst game we've ever played. <laughs> it's Mitchell and Michael, you're 96.1. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 96.1, it's Mitchell and Michael. That is it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow at 6am and you want to tune in for Friday Funnies if you've never listened to the beginning of a Friday show before. As well as, uh, have you got a kid starting a small local business? I want to hear about young entrepreneurs tomorrow on the show. We'll see you then. Bye.